welcome to Rum Cake to Happiness, a podcast that highlights mental health mainly within the Black and immigrant communities. We discuss how we all can navigate through life while trying to balance a healthy mind and a happy heart. My name is Carlene Ross. I will be your host, a certified life coach specializing in mental health and well-being. Each episode, we discuss topics that impact us mentally. We offer practical advice and always encourage educating ourselves to better understanding. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Rum Cake to Happiness. I am your host, Carlene, and welcome back to another episode. We are on episode number 17, and I'm super excited because today we have a very special guest. Today we have my good friend, Vicky, on the line. Say hello, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. <laughs> you're so crazy um so vicky i'm so excited that you decided to grace me with your presence thank you so much for deciding to come on with me i've been trying to get you on for a bit but i finally reached out so thank you thank you thank you thank you for inviting me i'm excited to uh to be here nice thanks um so i don't know let's talk about covid for a minute because i haven't really connected with you in a little bit um since this whole crazy covid thing um how are you doing how's your family doing yeah everybody's pretty good um yeah it's been uh, it's been a crazy year we've had lots of blessings um even amidst all of the all of the craziness um yeah so yeah really good well the first thing is that everyone is healthy that's the number one thing so that's yeah yeah um and yeah you know, it's so funny because I say the same thing. Like we have been so blessed to be a still working. Um, yes. we, we've had no one that's been touched by it in our immediate family. Mm-hmm. So that's great. We do have a few relatives in the U.S. because, of course, they have a whole other level epidemic happening over there. Yes. So I do have a few relatives over there that have been touched by COVID, um, but that have... Um, I think two of them are still actually quite sick, but I'm hoping that they pull through. But, you know, mm-hmm. in our immediate circle, we've been blessed that no one's been touched by it. So that's definitely, Absolutely. definitely. Important. Yeah. Yeah. So um, today, I mean, the reason that I asked you to do the show is because you're actually one of the first friends of mine that popped into my mind when I thought about doing this show. Wonderful. So for everyone out there, episode number 17, I have titled it Single and Selective. And, um, you know, Vicky is definitely someone, like I said, who popped into my mind, because we've had numerous conversations about, you know, Vicky and her dating life over the past few years. And so I wanted to, uh, to have you on board. So I guess the first thing that I'll ask is what's your current um, relationship status? Well, it is still single, let me tell you, single and still selective. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're dabbling into some dating over the last couple of months. So yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. So that leads me to ask then with the whole, you know, coronavirus thing, mm-hmm. how have you kind of, um, I don't know, met potential potential dates like what's the process with that yeah so it's interesting because obviously you know just meeting people organically um, is not an option really right now Um, and Mm -hmm. that that was always my intention right was to just 
try and be out and about and just meet someone the way everybody else meets someone and um, that just wasn't working out so um, I decided last February that <laughs> I was going to make 2020 uh, be the year that I was going to finally you know put in the full effort um, do whatever I had to do um, and then coronavirus happened so it was like the universe giving me a big middle <laughs> finger but <laughs> um, I did uh, eventually, um, once things kind of loosened up a little bit, I signed up for a couple of online dating sites. Mm. Um, yeah. And then um, it's definitely been tricky because, you know, getting together with people is really hard. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there have been, you know, a couple of Zoom uh, dates. There have been a couple of um, one-on-one dates um, after, you know, kind of being fairly certain um, that the other person was, you know, um, healthy. healthy and not not in a risky situation, seeing lots of other right. people and, you know, out and about. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been quite challenging. Um, oh, yeah, I can just imagine because, yeah. I mean, I would imagine on a good day, um, it's hard to kind of, you know, meet potential people who mm-hmm. you look at as a potential partner but yeah control that into the mix and it's like a whole uh, other thing so whole this other. whole online dating thing I'm you know it's actually like tripled um mm-hmm. during this period, which is not surprising um all these lo- online dating sites they've definitely increased their traffic because people are at home a lot of people are not working right now or are working from home um and yeah it's hard to go out you know you don't have those weekends that you can go out and physically kind of run into people right yeah, yeah. So it would definitely be i guess a real vehicle to connect with people potentially and have those conversations so like now that you are I guess, can I say you're actively looking again? Because I know there was Absolutely. a time. I'm so over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were several times where I would be so <laughs> into it and then so over it. But now um, I think for me, it was finding the right dating site. Um, and I did just that. Um, awesome. So, yeah, yeah. It's just I think that's about... super important too, because I know mm-hmm. that with there's so many different kinds out there and I've, I'm so far removed from the dating scene, but because I coach, I actually do set up people to, you know, sometimes go on these dating sites and you try to find really good ones, things that right. are going to run into mature people and not just people who are out there to have a good time, um, yeah. you know, looking for the same kind of things that you're looking for. So finding your right website is definitely important. I got to say that. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, Absolutely. What, um, I guess, what are the, what are the like characteristics that you look for in a mate? Like when you're kind of being selective, mm-hmm. uh, which is very good that you're being selective, what yeah. type of characteristics are you kind of looking for? Um, you know what, there's, there's a whole big laundry list of, of different things, but really, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to like just a couple of key um, key qualities or key traits. So the, the first top of the list, non-negotiable is honesty. Mm. Um, you know, represent yourself on your profile in, you know, in the way that you, who you are, um, pictures that, that show who you are, information that shows who you are. Right. Um, that's absolutely for me, that's paramount. Um, 
because if so you're not going to lie yeah. about their do you find yes. lie about their like on their profile oh my gosh <laughs> yes I I actually have a very recent experience so the last couple of weeks I was talking to this really great guy um we I have never spent so much time on the phone with someone and you know me I'm on the phone for a living I am not mm-hmm. interested usually in talking on the phone after Right. Um, but there was something about this guy. We had just really great conversations, two weeks of lots of talking on the phone. Um, and so we decided that we were going to get together. Um, and I, you know, looks are not at the top of the list for me. I mean, there has to be some kind of physical attraction, but the, I, I don't really care what you look like. Right. Um, sexy can be a lot of different, oh. a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Absolutely. But this particular person, um, their profile, if it was a decade, it was a decade if it was a day old. Um, I swear to God. Um, And (laughs) he misrepresented his height as well, which again, I don't care. Um, But but be honest. If you say that you're 5'8 and we come eye to eye, I'm 5'1 on the best (laughs) of days. So... I don't have a problem with the fact that you're the same height as me. I don't have a problem that you've aged a little bit. We all have. The problem I have is that it's disingenuous. um, It's deceitful. um, And it's just, if you're going to lie about something that I'm going to find out within the first 10 seconds of meeting you, (laughs) what else are you going to lie about? That's much more important, you know, and that's concerning. So honesty, a thousand, just it's everything. No, you know what? I have to agree with that. And it's, I'm laughing, but it's actually not funny because if you think (laughs) about it, you are meeting someone who, yeah, you've had like a connection with on the phone and, and, you know, conversation is obviously fluid and you guys had a a good kind of energy between the two of you that you would want to meet up. So (laughs) the thing is that if you're going to see this person, and yeah, right away, you're going to notice that they've been lying to you. So that immediately just changes everything, right? It does. And it really did for me. And like I said, it wasn't about the physical part of no. it. It was about the the dishonesty. Wow. That's too so. bad. And that just <laughs> speaks volumes about this person. Obviously, he's not secure in who he is, right? Exactly. Um, and I know that it make that up. Yeah. And it happens both way. I know for sure, like a lot of guys mm-hmm. on their profiles will make comments about, you know, simmer down with the filters, ladies, you know, I want to see what you look like when you wake up in the morning kind of thing. <laughs> um, although you be careful what you wish for gentlemen, because you just might get it. Yeah, um, yeah that too. <laughs> but yeah, That's it so happens funny. on both sides for sure. <laughs> Interesting. So what would you say, um, you know, I know who you are. I I think that you're an amazing person. You're one of the most down to earth people that I know. You're very um, kind of accepting of really anybody, um, as long as they have good character and they are, you know, genuine. So that's what I know Mm -hmm. of you, my friend. But what do you think that you um, have to offer someone who, you know, when you get into a relationship, what do you think that what's What's one of your best characteristics? I think, honestly, um, you know, I've I've had almost a whole year to really think about what I was going to be putting out there um, in terms of, you know, selling myself, because that's essentially what this what is. This is, a, this is a sales game, right? right. Um, so I, for me, really, it's, it's 
about investment um, and what I am willing to do and the lengths that I'm willing to go to um, if I feel that a relationship is worthwhile and if I feel that it has potential, I will do almost anything. I will do pretty much whatever it takes to make sure that we've given it a full proper chance. Like a good try. A good try. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Um, but I won't be the person that stands back and says, I could have done more. I could have tried harder. Mm. Note to self, guys, she would give it a thousand percent. I mean, if it's if it's something that you see that has potential, obviously, you're going to do what you need to do to make that person feel as um, important and as wanted as like, 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 yeah, you're putting in an effort. So that actually says a lot because a lot of people, when they begin to date, um, and we should point out that you were previously married, but you're divorced Um, a lot. So, you, you know, it's not your first rodeo. Um, so you kind of know what you're looking for, you know, you've kind of been there, done that, and you kind of probably have a checklist of things that, like you said, are non-negotiable and things that might've been important to you as a young Vicky may not be important to you now because, you know, when you're older, your perspective changes, right? Perspective changes, priority changes a thousand percent. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's a great thing to actually put out there that, yeah, you would not be that person that says I didn't try or that I should have, would have, could have when it's already over and done with. That's important because a lot of people, when they start dating, they kind of hold back waiting for the other person to put their best foot forward. And that kind of definitely limits, you know, the potential or the opportunities in a relationship to blossom. Right. There's kind of like that saying um, where, you know, people talk about relationships being 50-50 and, and I'm a firm believer that relationships are not 50-50. They're 100% and 100%. 100%. If anybody's coming in half-assed, um, it's not going to work. Um, or if it works, it'll work for a time. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, it won't be lasting and it won't be what each of those people need. So like I said, it's all about effort. I actually love what you just said, that it's not 50-50, it's 100-100, because it's so true. Like, I mean, when you look at the things that we used to say back in the day, I think I think we genuinely meant well when we had conversations like that to try to get people, you know, to think that, yeah, you want to put all of your effort into it, but 50% is not all your effort. Um, no. Just like when someone says, you know, we are going to compromise, well, compromise means that you know you're going to let him do it this time so what you want to do you're going to let him do it and then hopefully next time he'll let you do it so you're not really getting what you want right right so the word compromise to me is kind of like meh it's not compromise like let's (laughs) do better work it through so I get what you want and you get what you want so different positionings but yes 50 50 is definitely not giving it your all as far as I'm concerned no not a not at all so going through this whole dating thing, um, like I said, it's obviously not the greatest time with this whole pandemic situation, <laughs> but at no, least I mean, you did mention Zoom, you mentioned, um, you know, you could talk online. I guess they also have like chats online that you can talk to. Yeah, depending on the site. Um, I know the site that I um, uh, am actively on, um, I have memberships to three in total, but the one that I use daily um has an option even for a virtual night in um Mm -hmm. so you can do 
um, like a trivia night or just a way for you to just another experience to have when you can't have a one-on-one experience. Right. An in-person experience. Yeah. That's actually very cool. And I guess these platforms, they really had to become kind of creative with this, everything that's happening. Well, exactly. And I think for them too, if they are experiencing that, like you had said, sort of like a triple um, uh, membership rate during COVID times, then they really need to make themselves um, stand out even mm-hmm. amongst other dating apps, right? So they're almost in a, in a situation like we are, like, what are we going to, what am I going to do to make myself stand out? What am I right. going to do to get my, you know, my memberships up? And, and they've really come to the table with some great stuff. Yeah, they would have had to for sure. They would have definitely yeah. had to. Awesome. So I want to ask you, because I know that we've had conversation in the past about certain people that you've, you know, had the opportunity to kind of talk to and meet and mm-hmm. go on, you know, dates. Um, what are some of the craziest things that I guess have either happened <laughs> on a date or, oh, you know, God. tell me something just that's happened oh, that's just Something crazy. that'll blow blow your lid um that'll like um blow your wig off because you've had some doozies you've had some very interesting characters Mm -hmm, I sure have um but I mean the number one stand out absolute gong show of a date um I still remember his name and I don't always remember the names of the guys that I date or I kind of remember (laughs) bits about them but this guy Grant um against my better judgment I agreed right. to meet him at the drive-in the drive-in <laughs> okay the I know the drive-in like what a stupid what a stupid move but anyways um there's lots of people around what's the worst thing that could happen right true well, and the drive-in to be, in, in your defense or in his defense I guess the drive-in can actually be a pretty romantic thing well it could be a romantic thing if I didn't find out after the date after I had gone home at two o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was that he had um, pretty much exposed himself for almost the entire time that we were there what I swear to god Carleen you cannot make this stuff up he okay. Okay. Was, you need. Okay. You need to yeah. walk me through this. I don't. I'm, I'm not yeah. understanding. <laughs> well, so we so we were in his car. It is dark, of course. Um, I'm watching the movie. So he he ended. He wasn't exactly my type, quote unquote. If I have a type, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't really feeling like anything. Um, like when we first like you were met, feeling like an attraction. Not a, yeah, not really a vibe or anything going on. But I mean, he was nice enough. So we had mm-hmm. a, a nice chat before the movie started. And then when the movie came on, I was watching the movie. He wasn't talking to me. So I wasn't talking to him. We just were watching the movie as you do when you're at a movie. Um, so then, you know, the intermission comes on between the two movies. We go and we, I don't know, we probably went and got popcorn, went to the girls' room, came back same chit chat until the next movie comes on (laughs) the next movie comes on nothing we're not talking we're watching the movie that's all fine and good so I left the drive-in by myself I drove home and I got a text from him just like asking me if I had gotten home safe and I was like oh well that's very nice Nice Um, and right so very gentlemanly 
<laughs> um, so I respond and I said, yeah, I got home safe. And he said, um, so are you like, do you think that it would be okay if I came over? And I was like, um, not, no, like it's two o'clock in the morning or whatever. I said, I'm, I'm heading to bed. Um, and then, you know, a couple of other kind of texts back and forth. And then he asked me, um, if I had noticed what he was up to while we were at the drive-in and I said, uh, yes, I said, well, no, I, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Like I was watching the movie and you know, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, well, I was hoping you noticed that I had it out. Oh my God. Had it out. I'm like, had what out? And then it (laughs) hit me. I was like, oh Jesus, he's talking about his penis. You have got to be joking. I am not joking. I swear on my life. That is ridiculous. How old was this guy? He was maybe a year or two older than me. Okay, so, so well, at the time into his, like his what thirties, early forties. Um, this would have been yeah. This was like seven years ago, probably. So yeah, like mid thirties, let's say. So a grown man, a grown ass man, and then <laughs> I got the dreaded. Um, can I swear on your podcast, my love? <laughs> um, uh, try, try using the nicer I'll swear word. Um, I received a photo. Um, no, you said, didn't. Yes, I did. Uh, of said penis. And, <laughs> and then, you know, um, that was the end of that discussion. <laughs> what is wrong with people? <laughs> oh, girlfriend, it is 2021. We have graduated from photos to videos. With oh, don't even tell me that because I will absolutely throw up. I swear, I get, you just can't make this stuff up. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't understand why. And you're not the first girlfriend that, have, that has told me, you know, something, well, not similar, because this is very, <laughs> <laughs> this stands very out specific. on its own. But mm-hmm. similar things of getting pictures, you know, mm-hmm. and that's after talking for like 10 minutes, and they feel yes. that they need to show you their package, or they need to sell you on a body part it's like why that just ruins it right then and there I know it would for me well and you know me um I'm not a stranger to fun times behind closed doors right enjoy yeah you're very sexual and liberal liberally sexually sexual so I mean that's not it's not an embarrassing thing but it's it's a disgusting thing when you're going to do it in that manner right I don't want the first time I see that to be on my screen of my phone. I wish to discover that in a, in a natural way, right. in a, you know, a lusty sort of, you know, wow. kind of way, the normal way, the normal um, way, the normal way. That's all I want. Wow. Yeah. You and you know, send me all the pics after there's definitely personality types that you kind of um, you're like, no, I mean, anybody who did that to me would be like, a, a, like you just cut off. Like, don't call me. That's don't it. text me. Don't come online and try to find me. You're done. You know, we're done here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess dating yeah. is like a filtering thing. I mean, you got to filter these people. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that's the great thing is that once you find them, um, you literally can just wipe them. Uh, from your existence <laughs> to wipe them away to... for good. sometimes they sometimes they it takes them a few hints um 
and you have to be quite forceful in the fact that you are not interested in this. Um, but yeah, um, the some of the sites are they're getting much better about um, like people are getting more open about what they're looking for. You know, they're not embarrassed um, when they shouldn't be. I mean, if that's what you're looking for, that's right. fine. Right. But represent re- represent it that way. You know, if you're a polyamorous, if you're in an open relationship, if you're non-monogamous, I mean, that's your business. Um, I'm not interested in any of those lifestyles, but if you are and you can find people, you know, that that are of a similar mind, all the more power to you. Just be upfront about it. 100%. I fully agree yeah. with you because there is a person for everyone. And, you know, open relationships, whatever it is that you're into, 100%, you're on that site looking for someone with similar interest. And so yeah. why waste your time wasting other people's time by being, exactly. you know, not, not honest about what you're there for? Yeah, exactly. Wow. So what would you say are, you know, the types of profiles that you read? Like, what, what would you say most people say that they're looking for? Um, so uh, I guess it kind of can depend on your settings and, and what you're looking for. So again, the, the one site that I've been having um, luck with, and I've probably had more luck with this one than I've had with all of the sites combined oh, wow. over the n- number of years that I have been doing this, which is probably spanning on a decade now. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, um, with this one specifically, um, you can kind of filter it down to what you're looking for, but depending on your matches, then you might get people that are looking for something else. But um, a lot of guys looking for relationships, not very many that seem to be looking for marriage. Um, But I think that's something that kind of just comes with a relationship. You then you talk about it, you decide if that's what you want. If you're looking for it, you can specify, but if you're not, um, then that's okay too. Um, definitely lots of guys that are looking for something casual and lots of guys that aren't sure what they're looking for. So there's like a don't know yet, um, option. So there's really a little bit of, of everything, but I think for the most part on, on this particular one, at least is relationships for sure. Well, that tells me that it's, you know, at least it's a much more mature site and you have people Mm -hmm. who are, um, of the better mindset that, you know, I'm looking for something serious, see what, you know, what's up and not something that's like a one night stand or somebody who just wants to, you know, choke their chicken in the car beside Although you. you do. Like, you that's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's hilarious. You do find, I'm, I, oh my God, I remember going into work the next day or the next, whatever the next work day was and just having a, like an, an absolute howl about this <laughs> ridiculous date with my girlfriends at work. Well, you know, you know, these, you know, who these people are. Yep. Um, so you can imagine, but yeah. Oh gosh. What a time to be alive. Oh my God. Well, at least he gave you a story. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like my, literally my best. It is my best, <laughs> um, most outrageous dating story. That's funny. But you know, <laughs> I guess being selective is it's it's definitely important because you want to find quality and you want to find someone who is looking for what, you know, you feel that you need in your life at the stage of your life. So it's important Mm -hmm. to be selective. I never say don't be too choosy or, you know, some people 
kind of put that on their friends that why are you so choosy or, you know, give it a chance. But I honestly believe that you need to be choosy. You need to be selective because Absolutely. you don't want to waste your time. And like you said, you've been, you know, on and off these systems for almost a decade and you've had success if you've had failures. So it's like, you have to, you learn, I would expect that you're learning each time, you know, Absolutely. what works and what doesn't work. So when you were mentioning about guys not saying that they're into, they're looking for marriage, I guess I can understand that mm-hmm. because if I was on there and I saw someone, you know, looking for my wife, I might be like, ah! you know, like I, I might fall back. Down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. So I can understand yeah. them maybe not listing that, but like you said, if they're looking for a serious relationship, then, and they find it, then that might be the next, you know, stage, right? Yeah. And that's something that you just, that you work out at the, you know, at the, while you're dating, yeah. you have those conversations, you know, would you ever get married again or, or that kind of thing. But For sure. um, damn it, I have earned the right to be choosy. A hundred percent. You know, this is my life. Mm-hmm. It's my life. And I've built it by myself for the last gosh, 12, this will be year 13 wow. that I've been mostly on my own. Right. Um, you know, I've built this life by myself with my family and friends, of course. Right. Um, but you'd better expect that, that if I'm going to bring somebody into my life, they're going to tick some boxes. Absolutely. You know, they don't have to be perfect. They do, nobody is perfect. No. I'm sure not perfect, mm-hmm. but there is someone out there that's perfect for me and I'm not going to settle. I settled um, when I got married um, because I thought because he was handsome and he was fit and he had a great job, you know, I thought that those were reasons that we should stay together and only after, you know, we split up and, and you kind of take stock of what, what just happened to the last 10 years of my life, you realize, you know, perhaps what you were building the relationship up in your head to be was not actually what it was. Mm-hmm. So I'll never do, I will never do that again. And you know, that's a lesson to learn. That's a huge lesson to learn because that's 10 mm-hmm. years of your life. But again, it's like yeah. you looking back at the, at the young Vicky, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of seeing things that have changed and seeing how you look at life now. And so that leads me to another question. Like what, mm-hmm. what, would you at this age say to a young Vicky? Um, I'm not about regrets for sure. Um, Do I wish I had done some things a little bit differently? Yeah, I would say, but I would tell her first of all, um, not to settle, don't settle. And there's a quote um, I'm probably going to screw it up, but it's one that, that I, to kind of hold near and dear and um, essentially it's um, just speaks to if if you don't put a higher price on yourself the world is not going to do it for you 100% so if you sell your if you sell yourself short if you don't believe that you're worthy of great things great things aren't going to come to you Um, the world is not going to be kind to you if you are not kind to yourself I love that. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that I that I would tell 
my 21 year old self. Right. You know, it's so funny because I look back too, and you know, you're just, when you're that young, you're all caught up in your emotions and your feelings and everything is heightened. Right. And yeah, the things that you're looking for in a partner sometimes is all about the physical. It's all about, you know, what job does he have? What car does he drive? You know, what are the perks of being with this guy versus now, like you said, you don't necessarily have a type, but you're looking at people for kind of who they are, what they bring to the table, because you rightfully so you built your life. You don't need anything. You have your own home, you have your own, you know, your job, you're self-sufficient. You you're doing amazing on your own. It's not that you have to have a partner, but I think at this time in your life, you would enjoy to have a partner you know, oh my gosh, right? it's like the one thing I want more than anything. Um, but no matter how much I want it, I, it has to, he has to be the right person. He's got to be the right guy. No, I applaud you for that. I applaud you for that because a lot of people would kind of, um, you know, loosen their standards. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes that's the wrong thing to do because you loosen those standards. And the next thing you know is that you're, you know, you're again, you're wasting your time because you don't have that quality person that you're putting time and that did, into that did happen to me um recently so I was dating someone kind of November December October November December mm-hmm. um and uh, our relationship turned physical fairly quickly right. which was not my intention right. um but it just sort of happened um and I really had to check myself mm-hmm. um because uh it just, it, it morphed from, yeah, a relationship, we're going to do all these wonderful things and in the future and we're going to blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it was like only text messages when it was convenient for him, when he wanted to get together, mm. you know, I would try to make plans with him and he would ghost me for a couple of days, you know, and I felt myself kind of like, I was anxious about it all the time, you know, so um, but I, again, have learned from that and, and uh, checked myself and said, listen, is this what you want? Right. You want some guy to like phone in um, his effort um, instead of being there and being present and wanting to spend time with you? No, he just wants a booty call. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's something that's, that I, that I learned took away and I'm going to, you know, you make sure you don't make the same mistakes twice. Well, I think it's awesome that you first recognize it because a young person dating may not recognize that they may feel that that's validation, you know, because they Mm. want them or because they can't keep their hands off of them. But as an older person, you see it for what it is and you dealt with it. I did need a little assistance, though. <laughs> you know, there were some very frank conversations with um, with uh, a couple of Good. friends who have only my best interest Good. at heart, you know, and make sure that you're looking at this with, you know, um, it, you, without the rosy glasses, look at it objectively, make sure that that what you're feeling for this, um, you know, that you're prepared to deal with these constant ups and downs, because that's what it was feeling amazing when we were together because it was very boyfriendy and very um you know very wonderful when we were together and then feeling anxious and and not worthwhile and awful um when we weren't together wow Um, so it was a group it was a group effort for sure to get me to the point where I realized that that was not a healthy um relationship no it really wasn't that almost sounds like you could potentially have been involved with um 
a narcissist. A nar- oh, a narcissist. Nobody loves a narcissist. Nobody loves a narcissist. Move on, Jack. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so glad Jog that on. you ended that. Yeah, well, you know, me too. Um, I wasn't at the time, you know, it was it was a little bit um it was a little Emotional, bit. Hard. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't in love with him or anything like that, but you know, it was the first time I'd really felt um like you know, I'm moving in the right direction. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, have a relationship and it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was kind of a bit of a slap in the face right, after, right, right. after I realized what was going on. But um, I just keep trying to take away like every date I go on, every guy that I match with, every message that I send is just putting me one step closer. Yes, it is. I have the faith. Yes. I have the faith. You'll find that one. You'll definitely, he's out there somewhere. You are just way too awesome not to find someone who is <laughs> going to appreciate you for who you are. He's out there. I sure Don't hope stop so, looking. Friend. He's out there. He, he may not be even no, on, never. you know, a platform like a dating site, but he is out there. So don't give up. He's out there. Um, keep turning over rocks. <laughs> keep turning over rocks. Exactly. <laughs> I guess one of the last questions that I have for you is, um, I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit though. Like I was going to ask you, like, what are red flags? Like when you are starting to date someone, um, what are some mm-hmm. red flags that you would give warnings to for other women out there who are looking at finding their mate? Well, again, you know, honesty, if, if you, you know, catch a couple of white lies about little stuff, you know, you've got to listen to that and, and really kind of get to the root of what's going on. Um, if he's not being honest right. with you, um, for me as well, it's, um, it, it's just a lot of, um, I know personally, if someone is just negative um and you know nothing's ever going right or they're never having a great day or just sort of life is um, a bit of a downer for them I know for me that's a huge red flag um because negativity breeds negativity um that happened with my ex-husband um and I I know um firsthand how how bad that can be um for someone who um, is not a negative person right. by nature. Um, and yeah, what other red flags? I mean, just the lack of investment. You don't ever, um, there's this, um, I'm not going to name names, but there's like a, a, a dating coach that I have kind of followed here and there um, over the last couple of years. And he talks about being in the blue um which is like when you're messaging um if you're uh the one who's putting in all the effort you're the one that's reaching out you're the one that's you know maintaining the conversation and he's giving you very little um but has the potential to or has the ability to give you more giant red flag maybe he's not a texter but the idea is still the same does he reach out to you to make plans um does he want to spend time with you when you're spending time together, right. is he present? Um, or is he doing other things? Is he on his phone all the time? Um, you know, just again, it's all for me, it is all mm-hmm. about investment. This is a relationship. It's not a convenience <laughs> store, you know, um, that's a terrible <laughs> analogy, but, but you, you know mean, what yes. I mean? 
<laughs> well, I think those are all really great tips, yeah. actually, because okay. there are, I know, um, a lot of people who are out there still kind of searching for that special someone, whether they've been divorced or recently, you know, um, broken up out of a relationship or they've been out there who whether actively or not actively or inactively um keep their eye out for that special person because everybody you know deserves to have a mm -hmm. great relationship with someone who wants to spend quality time with them who wants to love on them and you know treat each other amazing i mean love is love feels great so everyone deserves it it's just a matter of trying to find that person who is deserving of it so I, like I said, I know that someone's out there for you because you're just an awesome person and I know you're going to find him oh, gosh. hopefully <laughs> sooner than later. Yes. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you don't so. run into, you know, situations like the drive-in um, anymore. Um, I think one time would have been good enough for me. Yeah. So <laughs> that enough. Yep. I'm glad that you're actually, you know, doing you you know you're looking into the potential of finding that someone and trying to be happy but being very selective and i applaud you for that i think it's important yep absolutely thank you so yeah. with that miss vicky i thank you so much for joining me it's been a pleasure talking with you um and for our listeners i hope that you, you know too. in talking with vicky and kind of getting her insight as someone who um you know who's out there on the dating scene that you kind of take heed to a few of her um, suggestions and hopefully, hopefully you as well will also find love much sooner than later. Remember you're single, you're fabulous, but stay selective. Thanks guys. Until next time.